Hello, everybody, listening to the OIMOP replay for November 17. Let me kick it off with the only bit of news, and then I'll do a, a quick kickoff topic here on creating content, specifically for SEO, but I'll argue all content. The news agenda item would be uh, online impact pricing. Been going back and forth. I've gotten a lot of people's inputs and opinions. Thanks uh, <laughs> if you're listening and you are one of those people. And so I'm making it, I'm switching it up and I'll just lay it out for you. For new people joining Online Impact, which is going to be open evergreen now, it is going to be an upfront payment of $1,000. And there will also be a six month payment plan on that for folks who don't want to, you know, shell out 100K, 100K. That would be interesting. 1K in cash, six month payment plan, and then $9 a month afterward. So the thought being is people should graduate from online impact. Honestly, I've had a lot of people leave, not because they didn't like it, not because they weren't even using the benefits, but they're just kind of like, I'm not using it as much and I don't need it as much. And I'm at a different place now than I was when I joined, et cetera, et cetera. And not that people outgrow the community, but they outgrow some of the other parts of what I think I offer people. And so I think $9 a month is totally fair. <laughs> and then some for live calls like this and or workshops and workshop replays and new templates and courses I do and each other, right? The Slack community, mastermind groups, those who are in them and or future relationships of people that haven't even joined yet, right? I think there's a bunch of value there. I think $9 a month is fair, but it also didn't want to get the riffraff of freebie seekers or people who are really not committed to the long term, there's kind of like, oh, I think I'll join for like a month and go through a course or two and then I'm out. Like, I don't want those people and we don't want those people. So the upfront payment is designed to capture those who are A, serious, B, willing to invest, C, going to be around for the long term, the people we want, right? So that is the, uh, the new member rate. So here's what I'm doing for older Older, not older, uh, current members, I guess you could say. There's going to be two stages. The first stage is going to happen probably in December for the founding members who are still paying me something. You will be dropped down to nine bucks a month. Easy peasy. Uh, for the newer members, which have still been in online impact for just over a year now. Thank you guys. Uh, I'm going to wait probably two or three months later. And by the way, the reason I'm doing that is actually just to reward founding members, quite frankly. Like if I swapped everybody over now, it just, it did not seem fair to me. And that's actually why I put up making this announcement, but I'm just going to make y'all pay me more <laughs> for a couple of months and then drop you down. And I think that's, that's the fairest way I can think to do this for everybody. So that's what I'm doing. It's going to be more affordable for all of you who are already in online impact and still worthwhile, by the way, for me as a business owner to go forward and actually launch online impact again and try and get new members, which I haven't done in 13 months. So I'm excited to go do that again. And I'm really happy with the way I'm really happy with this structure and the way it turned out. So there's my news. Let me transition into just a, a quick little value add for you. Originally my head uh, wanted to talk about research, doing research for content. And I got to thinking and thinking some more. And I have my notes in front of me here, which you can't see. I'll share the notes with you in just a second. But if I were writing a headline for this little kickoff topic, I would say something like, 
the single most important factor for making good content. And I mean good content, meaning the best you absolutely can, that stands a highest chance of ranking in search. This is mostly for Google and SEO and blogging, but as you'll see in a second, I think this absolutely applies to YouTube and beyond, even podcasting, any content, really. And I lied. It's not actually a single thing. It's actually kind of three things. They're all related, as you'll see. Number one, research, like I was, like I mentioned a second ago. Number two, planning and how that's different from research. And number three, authoritativeness. Now, let me break each of these down really quick. So, I've been doing more and more research for each piece of content I've been doing. I've been spending more time before actually creating, before shooting video, before writing the blog post. I'm doing a niche site now, I've blogged more in the past three weeks than I have in the past three years. And I've been doing more and more research on the front end. I used to hate doing that. It felt like a waste of my time. It didn't feel like I was being productive, but I'm forcing myself to do it. And I can go through my process maybe in another video or whatnot. It's actually pretty straightforward. It's exactly what you might think. I open up a bunch of top content, both Google search results and the top three-ish YouTube videos. And I digest most of that content looking for some specific things, topics, subtopics. Also, what makes them stand out, the data they are using and referencing, and all that stuff. I take a bunch of notes, etc. That's not really what I'm going to talk about. I think it's the bottom line is my research in the past three weeks as I've been doing more content, has paid off drastically in terms of content quality. Of course, it's better content that I'm producing. But also, uh, surprisingly, my time investment and also, quite frankly, my energy investment. The old way of Pete doing things was to spend maybe 10 to 20 minutes on a subject that I knew something about. Not like I'm writing about chimpanzee mating seasons in Zimbabwe. I just made that up. I don't even know if that's a thing. That's something I have nothing, I have no clue about, right? But subjects I know something about, at least. I'll spend like 10 minutes researching and then I'll write and I'll create and I'll create. I'll do like rough drafts and it'll be sloppy and then I'll make it better and so on and so forth. And the new Pete would be doing an 30 minutes, the 45 minutes at minimum research and then planning, which I'll get to in just a second. And... It still feels like a waste of time when I'm actually doing it. This is just my brain saying, Pete, you're not being productive. You're taking notes. You're outlining. You're doing all these. You're reading other people's content. You're not being productive. You know, do it. Write. Get out there. Be sloppy. Get it done. Move fast. Well, at the end of the day, <laughs> I've produced more content faster, and I've actually been really surprised with how good it is when I do more research up front. I'm starting to realize this. It's been a little surprising takeaway from me. Now, I want to separate research and planning. Planning would be taking the research that you've done, whether it's taking notes on a Google Doc, just writing some notes down for 30 minutes, an hour, based on other people's content, based on other people's YouTube videos, based on books you have, anything. Just writing down a bunch of notes, note-taking, researching, translating that into an outline. This, for me, has been... An even bigger re revelation. Part of the reason, uh, well, no, I won't, I won't talk about me and my how my brain works. But the point is, taking research notes for me, like 
3,000 words because I'm like copying and pasting from everybody's blog posts and stuff like that. I got a big old doc. And then distilling that down into not what I think I want to write about, but what I will write about. Not what I think I want to talk about in my video, but what I'm actually going to talk about in my video. An outline to follow. Not just ideas, not just inspiration for what I'm going to create, but I will follow this outline when I write my blog post. And you can always change it later, FYI. But being more strict about, I have done research, I've learned all this stuff, I took a bunch of notes, I copied and pasted. I'm going to make an actual outline that I'm going to follow almost to a T, as close as I can. And I've been doing that. It takes a little bit more time. It takes another 10, 15 minutes minimum to like create an outline. And then I have started like writing and producing YouTube videos as well. It's been really helpful for me personally. I've done things faster. I thought I was doing things fast already, but this actually, it turns out this worked really well. And I feel like the content is so much better. So outlining, uh, this is the big part of my planning phase. And then the last piece of this puzzle would be asking yourself the question, how can I go above and beyond with this content in terms of authoritativeness? I think I just made that word up, but this is the last point I want to make. About two years ago, I interviewed somebody who I highly respect when it comes to SEO and also YouTube, by the way. It's well, I don't mind sharing. It's Jim from Income School. He's been on my podcast twice. Brilliant dude. I love following his stuff. And I'll never forget this. He said to me, our very first step in the content creation process for each blog post, each YouTube video, is to start calling people. <laughs> and turn, and then, uh, the example he gave was like a hotel like reviews site. They, were, they had like a travel blog or something. And I was like, if we're looking at this hotel in Mexico and we're going to do a review on it, we pick up the phone and we dial people who have been there and the people who work there and we're like asking for referrals. And the point is they're trying to get an authoritative piece of content. They're using data. They're using research. They're using their unique experiences, whatever they have to offer that makes it authoritative and unique. So in my notes, I actually wrote down authoritativeness. And then I broke it down into two more bullet points. Uniqueness is not actually a word, but we get what that means, right? How much does your article stand out and what makes it stand out? Is it better images? Is it a better infographic where everybody else just kind of like laid out this topic and it's a little fuzzy, but mine is super clear and really helpful for people. Better graphics. Uh, is it a personal experience? Like I have climbed Mount Everest. I have authority to write on this subject now. I haven't actually done that by the way, but that's just an example. For me and my niche site, I don't mind sharing. I'm really, really, really trying to avoid images and graphics and charts. In my niche, there's a lot, by the way. When it comes to mechanical keyboards, you might be blown away by how many like graphs are needed and layout charts and stuff like this. I'm trying to create my own. I want all my imagery and graphics and charts to be mine and branded with my colors, be really good photos. I'm using my fancy camera for all my photos so far and like videos and stuff like that. I'm editing them. Like I'm, I'm spending the time to do that. My content is better than everyone else's. It is like, I'm not being egotistical. I'm putting more time and effort and energy into it. And I'm really trying to make it stand out by being well, in a variety of different ways. Uniqueness. And the last part of authoritativeness would be backed by truth, backed by data. Whether it's calling people on the phone 
who have retired early. This is part of what makes interview series so interesting is talking with experts or talking with people who have done the things that you're writing about, have experience with the things you're writing about. If you don't, that's what makes interviews powerful. Um, but if you have a personal experience, put that in there. And one last tip is to put this at the very top, <laughs> especially for Google SEO blog post, right? The very first paragraph should be like, here's why you should trust me. Trust, right? We've all heard the Google eat. Um, trust, a big part of this. Why you should trust me. For me, it's posting a little GIF of my face on my brand, holding up a bunch of the keyboards that I have, right? Like you can trust me because I've done this. I live this. And here is visual proof right at the top of the post that you can trust what I say, right? So to sum up, I know this is super long. Apologies to Tay and Allison or whoever else is going to be listening to this. Uh, research, planning, it's actually two different phases, right? Taking all your research and then organizing it into what you will produce via an outline in my case. Research, planning, and then the last part of the planning is trying to figure out like, how am I going to increase authoritativeness? What data do I have? What access to experience, whether it's me or an interview? Could I call my dad and ask him these questions about this thing? Um, can I include more charts? Can I include better charts? Can I do this to my images? Can I do this or this or this? I have no idea. It's depending on each piece of content, but it needs to be authoritative. There you go. I know most of that, if you're into SEO, especially you probably heard a lot of that before, but I have just been rediscovering how important this is. And uh, from an energy and time perspective, how beneficial it is to do more research up front and to do more planning up front. So when it comes time to actually creating the content, it flows easier. You sound better on video and audio when you can, you know, completely grasp something, not reading from a script on something you kind of know, but you don't really know or whatever. It can be helpful. Whew. Jazzed up about this. That took a while. Apologies for that. Sorry, not sorry, actually. Thank you guys for listening to the OIMOP replay. I'm going to stop recording now. Hang out here on the live call. If you need anything from me, Pete at doyouandblog.com, or you can find me in Slack. Ask questions. If you have any questions about the online impact changes, uh, pricing, affiliate program, you can be counting on affiliates to uh, help me grow our membership. Just let me know. There you have it, my friends. I hope you have a good day.